0: Hey everybody, welcome to Surface Level, creating a community where black and queer folks are fearless in thought and curious at heart. I'm one of your hosts, Tony, and today, Jordan, Damon, and I are closing out Season 6 by answering questions directly from you, our Surface Level Insiders. This is Beyond the Surface Level 6. Wow.
1: Wow. (laughs) Wow. It's like, are you bored? (laughs) No, I'm
0: very... i have
2: excitement that's just so bottled up and i just want to make sure you know it's like fire shut up in your bones (laughs) yes i'm shut. like how did we get here don't know
0: six seasons well you know it's always it throws the girls off because we are i don't know if we're seasonal podcast like we i guess you could say that we do two seasons we're
2: we're we're
0: bi-annual
2: we're biannual and we're also seasonal. I think we do like a we do like a spring summer. We do like a
1: spring summer spring, collection, summer, fall winter. Yeah. When the girls be like,
2: when y'all coming back with the new
0: season? Spring, spring, spring summer. Spring <laughs> summer.
1: <laughs> like, when y'all coming back? I'd be like, eventually.
0: It, it definitely gives <laughs> that. It definitely gives that. Um, but it's nice to take those breaks in between, have a little life experience, come back with something to say. Mm-hmm. You know. No, let's it,
1: give them something to talk. Let's uh, give them something to talk
0: about. <laughs> so speaking of something to talk about, this season we covered so much. Um, and the the reviews are in. And Congratulations, queens. <laughs> You've done it again. You've done it again. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and I want to give out some awards. So let's start with superlatives. Mm-hmm. So, and this is by episode. So I'm going to remind us of what the episode was and then the superlative for that episode will follow. Okay. So... Episode one of season six was Invisible Life with Emil Wilbekin. And the superlative is most likely to surprise, to make a, su- wait, I'm going to do that again. The superlative is most likely to make a surprise announcement at a public event. <laughs> Who is
2: that? Mm. Tony. I, yeah, it's definitely not it, Demond.
1: It, it's not you either. It's Tony. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> When I you don't what? So listen, when have you ever su- done man, a surprise no, anything in public? He, you're right. mean he told
0: us he was, and you sober, know it's not me. That wasn't it a wasn't surprise. In public. It was. It was in public. He ain't know how we <laughs> <it> was <laughs> I got to say it inside the house in the basement.
3: <laughs>
2: then yeah, maybe Tony.
0: Or maybe okay, maybe me. I mean, I I'm, I I mean, am I have the propensity. To... You you're the most secretive.
1: Okay. As, nice. as, do we think that? Some um, you and Jordan battle.
0: We battle. Okay. Yeah. We're neck and neck. Ooh, cheek to cheek. Cheek to cheek. <laughs> yes. So, episode two, sexual healing. Who's most likely to solve any problem, big or small, with a little sexual healing? to <laughs> Demon. <Demond. Demond. laughs> throw, throw a little cat at the situation. <laughs>
1: I mean... Solve <Saw> world hunger. <laughs> with a little cat. I... <laughs> Sex makes me a more peaceful person. So, world peace. Yeah.
2: World peace. Is Let's giving cat and Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> oh my God.
1: What is Mad Dog 2020?
2: It's malt liquor.
1: I'm sorry. I don't drink malt liquor like you. Oh, <laughs> baby. You've
2: been exposed to it. You've been exposed. You probably that's why you
1: <laughs> stopped drinking. <laughs> drinking malt yeah, malt liquor. I drank malt liquor with <laughs> you before. When the fuck did we drink malt liquor?
2: Lime are malt liquor. I don't
1: drink. I never drank those. You, you did. did. I'm No, sure I didn't. You had a, I didn't like a it. A they sit. were too thick. You, you, you tasted, tasted it. That. So you. So you did. So you knew. <laughs> you I don't did, like it. it. This is
0: nasty. Mm-hmm. Episode three. You ain't black with Kaylin Allen. That was oh what what an episode that was. Most likely to get their black card revoked because they made the Kool Aid sugar free at the family cookout. I'm gonna say it's a for me. I YouTube battle. I think it's the mom <laughs> YouTube battle.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, maybe well,
1: probably YouTube battle because
0: she's she's that health conscious. You know, yeah. It's like what do what do you have people not, probably not think any it's soup
1: Jordan, but she a tonight. She, she jumping <laughs> a whole <laughs> bag of sugar in <laughs> a Kool-Aid. Jordan, was
0: spent dinner? crabs. <laughs> oh, crab legs. all in. Like, all in. People
1: spending their stimulus checks on crab legs. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that's, Jordan. That's me. <laughs> Standing in line for a table at the Juicy Crab. <laughs> <laughs> By
2: myself. By yourself, child. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Episode four, you can't sit with us. Who's most likely to tell the girls they actually can't sit with us in real
1: life? Tony. Tony. <laughs> I have sat somewhere where you looked (laughs) one of our friends in the face and said we're friendly, but we're not
0: friends. Oh, so I'm the mean girl. I just tell the truth. Truth hurts. I guess you're a truth teller. I'm a truth teller. Mm. And sometimes the truth ain't pretty. (laughs) 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 Episode five. I'm never drinking again. Who's most likely to fall dependent on liquor because mm, 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 today and every day drains them.
1: Jordan.
2: Jordan. <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: It's the mind.
2: No, baby, it's you. It's the mind. It's you. It's every Jordan. time we talk
1: to you, I'm sitting here with a little red wine. We still act and like that. Every time we talk to you, you are a little drained. But no, that well, that's
0: but that's the question. It's who's most likely to fall dependent on liquor because today and every day <laughs> drain them. Every day drain It's you. you,
2: bitch. It ain't me. It is you. I disagree, but y'all, I'm outnumbered, so we can I mean <laughs>
0: listen. This is a democracy is it... over here. So. Exactly. I, yeah. so you win the award. You win the award.
2: Thank Con- you. You're a winner, baby. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> I like herbal refreshments. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. So episode six, Don't Ask, Don't Tell mm. with Elegance Bratton. Most likely to join the military, survive boot camp, and have the girls thanking them for their service during Fleet Week.
2: <laughs> Probably me. I'm definitely the most athletic out of the three of us.
1: You are the most naturally muscular. That will make you know an <laughs> <naturally>. Get <laughs> them together. <laughs> this is like, let's be clear. Um... But what's the answer? I don't what's know. I answer? feel like you don't have no discipline. So I don't think it's you. Yo,
2: I don't have no discipline. <laughs>
1: wow.
2: Did you do two-a-days at football camp like me? Um, How long I must, long did you play you know football? What? Did gonna, you quit football? I did. Exactly. I'm going to
0: jump Not out you. on a limb and say me. I already have the haircut for it. So that's all, <laughs> that's all you need. That's all a, you need. That's all you need. I to would to probably get immediately
1: quit it. You, you have to cut your hair. I'm my head on out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, episode seven, I believe this was. Black pain for sale. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a title. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely to flip a profit and turn trauma porn into a kink category on Pornhub to collect the coin. Hashtag black pain for sale.
1: What were you on when you wrote <laughs>
0: I didn't write them. I had my ghostwriter do. It. <laughs> okay. No, now we
1: owe somebody else some money. You tell, did you get that approved by the accountant? I didn't. Uh, I, don't, I don't have that on my. It's uh, not on the. It's not in the
2: budget. That's coming <laughs> this, out of your own this pocket. Is embezzlement. <laughs>
0: embezzle. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, embezzle. <laughs> <embezzled. laughs> I'm gonna go out on um, them and say this one's Jordan because she gonna flip a prop and honey, she gonna, she make, she money, gonna honey. figure out a scheme <laughs> that, that Todd set up to collect the coin. I don't disagree (laughs) I don't disagree episode 8 male beauty Mm. Oh, it has a name now it has a name (laughs) (laughs) pretty
1: hurts (laughs) I didn't even catch it I said
0: (laughs) yes tell us a pearl (laughs) tip episode 8 pretty hurts with (laughs) Sir John Mm. pretty pretty feels darn good I think So, most likely to stop at Sephora before a function to get a quick beat to cover blemishes for the picture perfect appearance.
2: It ain't me. You're gonna do your own face. Period. (laughs) And I'm not gonna Sephora to let them throw that cake onto my face. Mm -mm.
0: See, I might I might stop by the Sephora and and but I have to give them guidance.
2: (laughs) Strong creative direction. Strong creative direction. I brought a movie. It's like when I I got
0: my eyebrows threaded. I want them cleaned. I don't want (laughs) (laughs) snatched. Okay. Episode nine. We wear the mask. Most likely to have their core principles for navigating life printed on T-shirts as a way to stand in their truth every single day.
1: Demon Jordan. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you do ridiculous things. <laughs> that's,
2: that's, <laughs> <what I mean. laughs> it's so you. I, I, nah, I feel like you do ridiculous things. <laughs> he got it tattooed on his arm.
1: Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a T-shirt though, babe. <laughs> yeah, it's more permanent. I know. You, you, you a T-shirt <laughs> now, you. This. <laughs> now? This now this. <laughs> I want my diamonds just for
2: you or Tony right now today at this moment. Well, you know I'm always giving a message to the girls. <laughs> Turn, so I'm t- today
0: out. I'm homosexual, black, and cur- and uncompromising. Right. Wait, homosexual, black, that? curious, and uncompromising. All Baby, right. can you read? No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not today. <laughs> not today. So that was cute.
1: Okay, who won? <laughs> Who got the well, most awards?
0: I mean, I feel like. You we, keep
1: in track? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Don't matter. So, We're all winners. So the, I We're
0: hope
2: winners. The academy is in terrible. the game of life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's jump. We have a lot of questions. We have a lot of ground to cover. Okay. We ain't
1: going to be here all night for you girls. Our surface level
2: insiders, y'all went kind of ham in we went, the inbox. Too far below the surface level. Mm-hmm. Very below the surface level, above the surface level, outside of the surface level. <laughs> in the gutter. Okay. <laughs> And um, we couldn't get to it all, but we're going to get to what we can. And so the first question is very long, very long, and I'm not going to read it all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, Too long, didn't read. <laughs> and we did not, we did not spell check these. So if I stumble, it was y'all fault. Um, although you all met very young and developed a friendship for ten plus years and have seen each other through tons of life's tough lessons, can you talk about how you actively work to continually build your friendships between each other? within the group as time passes on i'm not going to read the next two things Mm -hmm. but i think that summarizes it how do we keep our friendship going Hmm. good question after all these years (laughs) good question
0: i i ask myself that every day how do we keep this thing going (laughs) how do we keep it on the rails child (laughs) you know what my 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 love language Mm. is quality time and for me I what I love about the podcast, and I actually had this thought before these questions even came across, came about. I said to myself in the shower, I was like, if we weren't doing this podcast, would I see Demond? And then I was like, well, yeah, because we would make time for each other, we would do activities. We that's why we're friends. Like, and and it was a real thought be, that I had because the podcast is a vehicle to <laughs> to keep us in the shackles. <laughs> <laughs> um so i think it's like we we check in on each other we have our our you know we we text all the time hanging out outside of the the podcast i think is always helpful we go on our group trips um last time the group trip became a partially working trip i got outvoted Um, (laughs) 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 but i think it's 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 the little things that um you do to like when when anyone's interviewing for a job or something, we help each other out in all, all those small ways, um, and, and and really understanding. Like I love when Demon, he usually asks the questions. The question when he sees us, it, like, "How was your day?" Um, and when he's asking it, I know he he really means it, and he wants to know. Like, no, how was it? How it was it time, really? Baby. Yeah. So, um,
1: it's something you said about quality time that I I wrote down. I was just like, we've recognized that it's about the quality of the time and not the quantity. Um, I think as you get older, you get more busy, you have more things in your life. Obviously, you cannot make more hours in the day. Um, and I think sometimes in friendships, people can be like, you don't call me. You mm. ain't text me like you used to. <laughs> but it's friend. just like, one, recognize that we are growing and everybody has different interests and in things that they're doing. And two, the time that we do spend together, like I, I, I think it's about more than just like, bullshit. I don't know how, I have a more poetic way of saying it, but it's just like, if we're spending actual time together, like, truly talking about where we are in our lives, what's changed, what's new, so on and so forth. Further, I would say, recognizing the things that we like, one-in-one has been valuable um wait what like the, the th- realizing that, like when we were younger it was like the th- we were all young three single living a few blocks from each other running around yeah and like recognizing now like we're in different parts of our lives and that we also have individual relationships um true. and like me and tony like theater like me and jordan have been texting about planning this trip thing and i told him we were talking i was like i don't, don't want to plan that else with nobody else and like i like going to the theater with you and not you and that's that and like those things mm-hmm. can be true and i think Finding those nuances uh, and like not just being the group like people. A lot of people think of us as the three of us, obviously, because we do a thing, but we're individuals and recognizing how individual relationships strengthen a whole thing, I think, is valuable as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much to add. I mean, the short short of the long is that. We kind of have to make time for each other <laughs> because we have to do this podcast. So I think that we have maybe an advantage than, than other friends who are, you know, 10 plus years. You go through different phases. And as you know, like priorities change. We're not really doing the same things we were doing in our teens and our tw- early 20s and even our mid 20s. So um, it's kind of hard to not be in touch with these two, mm-hmm. um, even when I X- try. 90. You know?
1: They text, they Slack, they FaceTime, they Instagram. I'm like, enough. It's
2: literally everything. We have group chat on like six different platforms. Right. Um All right. So let's keep going. How do you navigate making time to meet people, both romantically and friendships? Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm.
0: I mean, I think... For me, there's that that phrase like no new friends. I actually just said this the other day. Like someone I was like, I'm not a I'm not that girl that's like no new friends. I'm the girl that's like new friends within reason. I need it to be effortless. I need it to feel like it's not a chore or a job. I I, I am a nat, like that natural chemistry and energy is important. And those are the people that I've been able to like bring bring into the fold that have just made it um it's it's kinda like we see each other hmm and i at this point like we've talked about we have our friends and um i'm not really searching for new friends but i as we elevate and meet people and even through the podcast i've met people that i'm just like oh you're a dope person that i would love to you know hang out with from time to time and, and keep in touch um but that's that's the i feel like that's it like
1: yeah I, I, you know i think Time is such an interesting thing to me. And I, what the only thing I wrote down was that I don't have the expectation that I own someone else's time, nor that do I have the expectation that they own any of mine. Yeah. Um, and I think that has been a very freeing thing when getting to know e- new people, spending time with you all. Um, and, and it just takes a lot of the ego and the expectation of, like, I am – I. I take up this space in someone's life and they should do this for me and all these things. And it's just made the relationships I have, the friendships I have, romantic, whatever, mm-hmm. it's made it all just like easier and lighter and natural. Um, yeah. And yeah. And that, that's the thing where people, people like hate when I say like, I don't expect to have time in someone's life when we have it. Great. This is, this is lovely. This moment is lovely. Um, but that's all.
2: Um, Navigating to like meet new friends and romantic partners, I guess with friends.
0: Um, oh, I guess we we should carry. Demon and I ain't looking for new romantic partners. <laughs> oh, well, well, I mean, for your yourself, I'm not, always looking period. for extra romantic don't, partners. Don't, well, don't, but okay. are we talking sexually or are we talking romantic? I don't know. Okay,
2: I mean, what's a,
0: a, this difference? Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. You. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We'll get uh, there. We're not there yet. Right. Well, maybe
0: you know what? I I, I retract my statement. Okay, you want to do it over for the both of us. No, okay.
2: <laughs> um, with friends, I think that I'm a lot more excited by and open to organizations that put on good programming. So Moby has excellent programming, Moby Fest, Moby Talks, mm. and it's a great opportunity to meet like-minded Black and queer people mm-hmm. um, who are interested in having conversations about. You know, things that truly matter to them and you can connect with people who share the same interests as you or the same values as you. And so I don't know if it's purely through the podcast, but I feel like I've been doing a lot more of those sort of things Mm -hmm. um, in the last couple of years. And they've been really um, beneficial. I've made some friends through those events. yeah. And then romantically... You know, I'm just a analog girl living in the digital world. I'm on I'm on the apps trying to find <laughs> um trying to find love. So
1: are you an analog girl? I think you're a digital girl living in the digital world. You're right.
2: <laughs> but like, I do like I'm, the saying. I'm just
1: like I'm an analog girl. You but it sounds good, right? <laughs> but <laughs> it sounds good. This is analog. I that is. Like, that is that's her that's that off, off, off the charts. <laughs> that's her, that's her nickname. Am, this is vintage. It's my dad's sweater. I, I love, love it. It's cute. It's like thirty something years old. It's very chic. Come on, give us history. You know. mm-hmm. I
2: love
0: it. That's this this is <laughs> off the run. Right <laughs> you got the coin ain't make it in your side.
2: All right. So um let's spice things up a bit more. Oh. Mm. Has it ever crossed the line as being more than friends with any pair of you? You all are so smart, kind, and handsome. My instant thought is, how could it not have? Thank we... you for the compliment.
1: We're actually in a thruple. These are my partners. Actually,
2: and who,
0: and who said these bitches were kind?
1: <laughs> they don't know. They don't know you, girls. I'm very. Somebody kind. lied
2: to you several Somebody. times and said that you were fly, intelligent, and kind.
0: <laughs> I think it. It's uh For me, yes and no. Right, like I. I don't. I've never thought about wanting to pursue a relationship with either of you, but I've always said that. The qualities of the person i would want to be with you both have those things and i Demond got a little bit of something i like jordan got a little bit of something i like so it's not even um that's why I, I like the open concept a little bit because i get a little bit from everyone um you know what's was
1: funny like Sure, like, they crossed my mind at some point. It was like, oh, they're hot, they're successful, yada, yada, yada. But, like, I really know you girls. Mm. And I'm just like, I'm good. <laughs> um. But also, it's funny because you're saying that now, but, like, we, I remember when we were younger, you girls were lo- loved y'all monogamy. And I was just like, mm not them. So like, like seriously, like before I had been in longer term relationships, it was like, these girls are like that monogamy mess. I can't, Mm -mm." you know,
0: but we always say, we've always said like, if I ain't married by a certain time, like, all right, we gonna get hitched. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because it's, you know, then it becomes a business.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, my girls are beat. So, I mean, beautiful girls. Not just beautiful gowns. That okay, part. Um, she's pulled. But yeah, I think to Demon's <laughs> part, like I really know, I really, I really know the both of them, <laughs> um, and love them like family. And I think that just, I hadn't thought about a relationship, um, with them. It's weird. It's also part of partly because I'm like, you guys matter so much to me.
1: This is, job. this one over here. Choose them up. spits them out. Ooh, we child. were young, I was just like, can't date her child. Won't be around long enough.
2: What?
0: I don't chew nobody up. Spitting Wait, nobody you have... we mean chewing them up and then spitting them out.
1: Her romantic partner. that sounds fun. Well, not no. in a fun way. <laughs> well, well, both ways, probably. You're right. <laughs> Please. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. But yeah, no relationships over here. But besides, they're already in relationships over there. Um. All right. And... Do y'all think the black queer couples versus black and white queer couples discourse brings a necessary or unnecessary discussion? So for context, there is a conversation happening in social where people are talking more and more about um, black queer people having non-black or yeah non-black partners yeah. and whether or not that's something that we need to be talking about more. hmm
3: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know that it's necessarily anything that we need to be talking about, but it's a uh, it's. I think it's come up just because of how overwhelming the examples are that exist of black queer folks who are successful or straight too. But this was specifically about black queer folks right now. There's a whole like Twitter moment happening. Uh, um, I, I think because when you scroll down that thread and you see countless examples of us with the european persuasion it's like daunting it's given what is going on like i i love is love and i'm I'm happy that you know everyone finds love where they find it but when you see that it's just like wait a minute i think there there it does bring some themes out and some conversations that need to be had and it also brings about like the, the the conversation that deals with like trauma and i there are some people who vehemently have a disdain for anyone black whether it be queer or straight being with a person you know a white person and having that relationship i think that's problematic too Mm -hmm. um i think the discourse is healthy because we should we should examine life and what's going on but i i hate when people cross the bridge of getting nasty and start fighting and then i'm like girl who's getting paid from any of this (laughs) nobody okay great
1: um (laughs) yeah i think I think people should love and date whomever they want. I think that the direction of the questioning is placed in the towards the wrong thing. Like, I think you shouldn't be questioning people's relationships. What I do think is a valuable question is, like, what is the environment that creates what is seemingly a pattern or a series of, let's say, coincidences? Um, And is it particularly the conversation is around quote successful people particularly Mm -hmm. successful visible people in entertainment etc um and when you are at a level of success are the places you're going no longer places where you are being introduced or surrounded by other black queer people Mm. um do you think that this visibility or like the visual of this will in some way help the um advancement of your career um, are you in a place where like you've now become like the speck of pepper in the picture? Though speck of pepper, oh, uh, like the
2: in the, the in the in the in the sea of salt, S- the Ex- speck of pepper. I yes. thought I thought speck of pepper
0: was a new <laughs> 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 what, term. The speck of pepper,
1: A speck of pepper. Um, and I think that is more of the question, mm. Uh less and like if you are that speck of pepper and you found love there, great, that's love. Um, But, like, thinking about where we are and what creates that thing that's continuing, that happens, that we see often, that is what I think the discourse would be healthier around. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the conversation is necessary. What I get frustrated by is someone putting a picture up of an interracial couple and then it's just like here we go again and mm-hmm. it's just like let's not react so emotionally yeah. and assume automatically that just because a relationship is interna- inter international interrelation <laughs> interracial um, interracial that it's automatically like built on, you know, a foundation of like fetishism or, Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, like drama drama or clout chasing or whatever. Um, so that's why I do think that it's necessary to, um, to have this discussion because there's a lot of people who I feel like, um, overreact. And we need to have a conversation for that too. Mm -hmm. Because what I don't want. Who's having
0: that conversation? (laughs) Who's
2: having that conversation? Because I also don't want people to feel like they can't pursue relationships that genuinely feel good to them Mm -hmm. because they're afraid of backlash Mm -hmm. Mm because now we're going back into a a, a space where, you know, where we're hiding Mm -hmm. and we're not being visible. And we feel like we have to like shut off a part of ourselves because it's just like, no, I can't be in a relationship with you because society told me I can't. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to get away from. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think the conversation is necessary until people can really allow like mature investigation of these things and let's have conversations about the relationships that are actually harmful Mm -hmm. um and that requires a bit more um nuance nuance than just staring at a photo on twitter for three seconds and then you know okay tapping on your keyboard
1: and now we will introduce our listeners to jordan's white Boyfriend, come, <laughs> come out, Tyler. You're damn come right, on, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. welcome to you the show. Like, come <laughs> on, <You're> all <laughs>
0: right. Now we're gonna go beneath the surface <laughs>
1: and examine. Oh, Tyler's ca- okay. Tyler, ty- he he doesn't want to be on camera. Tyler's camera. Sorry, shine. everybody. Oh damn. Oh, he's okay. So shy. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Um. So we're gonna move into our next topic. Those were relationships and things, and of course, I get assigned the sex questions. <laughs> Oh, the girls are nosy. Um, So, could you be in a sexual relationship without penetration? Could you be a side? I believe is the term, Jordan.
2: (laughs) Um, I am not a side. (laughs) <laughs> um, I I don't aspire to be a side. <laughs> Wait a
0: minute. <laughs> she immediately went to said, "Could
2: you be?" She said,
0: "I am not. <laughs> <laughs> In no way, sh- shape, or form.
2: I'm just affirming with my okay. um." P.S.A. I'm just affirming who I am. Um, I am not a side. I do not aspire, um, to a side lifestyle. Um, I'm not in that lifestyle uh, I don't know what y'all got going on over here but that ain't me (laughs) yes Shekana. let us know but yeah no I mean if you're interested in being in a relationship with me with no penetration that's called being my friend (laughs) so I welcome you to that part of my life Um, but if you're about to be Uh, my man somebody doing the bending (laughs) No. But, but somebody. So um the long and short yeah. of that is no. It's giving like if I'm if I'm doing that,
0: I could you know what I can be in that relationship, right? But if I'm having sex with someone else. Mm. See?
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's the code. <laughs>
0: You see, because you don't have a license. <laughs> tell
2: me, tell me. <laughs> where to put the hammer? You cannot call me by my first name. <laughs> I feel like I'm in jail, Devon. No way. Oh, I'm bird. sorry. Is that Sing. a rhetorical question
1: <laughs> to yeah. ask, Devon? Probably. I mean, but
2: what do you say? Sound off. It,
1: it, it, it's like I'm, my my first answer is hell no. My second answer is what Tony said. So both of them. I don't know. Mm. Yeah.
0: You can okay, and I but wonder, like it, I, that would have
1: to be a very open-minded person. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I'm I'm curious about what, why the question even came up. Someone's well, someone's people, dealing with this. Well,
1: it's not a it's, <laughs> it's not a thing. Nobody's no, no, no. I'm actually dealing no, with this. No, but but what I mean is like in the same way that anyone it wants to be verse or a top or bottom. Like there are people, and I actually know someone that their side. They don't like. That Same. penetrative sex. Okay, um, I would. And,
2: I would love to talk about that on the show because I have not too much knowledge of. With that, the lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? The I'll girls, pause. I was trying to figure the out girls the
1: word and not wrap their heads around. <laughs> People just trying to, I can't find
0: the word. You're giving me Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these gays,
1: they uh, don't want to penetrate me. <laughs> God, this is real negative right now. <laughs> give me, where are we? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> y- y- y'all are really getting after it. Have you done a threesome? And if so, what was your role, mm. Tony?
0: I've done a threesome, mm. but I, you know what's interesting? Because not not in the recent past, um, it's. <laughs> But I, I welcome that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just trying to think. What was my role? Um, and I, I don't. I don't think I've really done a successful threesome. I feel like I ain't really like. That's why I, I welcome it. Like you. I don't think I've done a success.
1: Oh,
3: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't very we successful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and my role was.
2: The one, not the two. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. Um yes, I've had threesomes before. Um only three. And um I've had no, I've had three threesomes. Because I really she wrote want, it dear diary. <laughs> I really want them Today I had a threesome. I really want them to be as hot as they're portrayed in in media and entertainment. Yeah. Um that's never happened for me. Um, they've always been a sham of an experience. Mm. Um, what was my role? Um, two of the threesomes, I was one of two tops, and then the third um, and worst situation, I was the the only one, <laughs> one of
0: one, the one of one, <laughs> the only one. And um,
2: yeah, I don't have great um, I don't have great feedback for that. I'm not really. Yeah, so can get out. All right, one so, on one works
1: for me. So Tyler, <laughs> you you get on grinding. You get a third ready for for tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm. I the, the when it's when it's good, it's good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, and all roles. Oh,
0: no, mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, she's your auntie. She's <laughs> your mother. Mother, your professor. She's your professor. <laughs> you your don't teacher. have the license to call me Maya. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I love that for you. All right. Yeah. Um.
1: Where do you see the line being drawn between appreciation and fetishization? Jordan. Um, hmm. mm.
2: I think it comes down to humanity and respect. Mm-hmm. I think that when you have a fetish for a group of people, I think that you see them as an object. Mm-hmm. You see them as a commodity. You see them as a source of pleasure and not much else. Um, I think that you, I think it's appreciation when you can understand what they've gone through. You can be compassionate to that. You can be understanding of that. You can do research on that and you can educate yourself on how to be an actual ally so you can support their humanity. And it's not just like, you know, I like, I, I love black boys but your friend group don't have no black people in Mm -hmm. it. You just like going to trappy hour Mm -hmm. and finding somebody to go home with. yeah. And then you leave at 5 a.m. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And that's not valuing the humanity of Mm -hmm. black people, the black experience, black culture, or even understanding what your role in that culture is, being whatever culture you are and how that plays a part in it and being sensitive to that. So I think it all just comes down to like humanity and compassion yeah yeah i feel like when when it becomes that
0: fetishization is when you're reduced to the body part of their their liking and when that person needs that to be present to exist in order to be fulfilled and and catch their life and you know that's when it's a bridge too far it's 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 problematic um, if you have if you have kinks, now that's different. You know, we can we can go there. We can be kinky.
1: <laughs> can you?
0: Yeah, You can be kinky be boots. Kinky boots. <laughs> kinky boots. You can be kinky boots. Yeah. But the whole it, it does cross the line. Um, you know, I'm not. I don't. I don't think. Now I made a joke about this the other day because it's just it was funny, but it's not. <laughs> when you you know I don't want to be called slave like by my, my my white king. Oh, you <laughs> you're not into race play. I, I don't. I don't. Now. Where Austin Butler was that his name, the one from
1: Elvis? That oh. played
0: Elvis. Child, he is fine. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't know that I want him to call me a slave in the bedroom, mm-hmm. you know. But we can get yeah. into some other.
1: Black stuff. boys don't like that being tied up and whipped thing. I just be like, Whoa.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can tie me up and stuff like that. You, I just don't want to be called nigger. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and,
3: and
2: it, it, it is, a, it is a turn off, huh? I
1: can't. I'm trying to imagine myself being tied up and beat by a white man. And it's really, it feels very. I got to my last breath
2: for that to happen. <laughs>
1: you, I was, I was thinking about this, and I think it comes down to people understanding the, the history of what they do or don't like. Like mm-hmm. if you are looking at particularly our community, you just like big black brutish, so on and so forth you need to recognize that that's fetishizing us. And it's it's steeped in the history, the racist history uh, and stereotypes of cinema, of media, etc. cetera. Now, if you just, like Tyler happened to meet Jordan <laughs> and they went to Harlem and Tyler was like, this food is fucking amazing. And everybody's dancing and the music's great. And I loved meeting your mom and it was cool going to your family reunion. That's an appreciation of an experience that is not just, I was seeking out, A nigga with cornrows. (laughs) Because (laughs) in my head, that will be a sexy, masculine thing. Mm. So, like, that to me is, like, the preconceived notion based on, like, racist tropes you've been fed versus the genuine, like you were saying, the humanity um, of meeting someone and just going on a journey with Mm -hmm. them. Sure. I was looking at, looking at you, Realized it was my section to ask questions. Yes. Yeah, don't
2: get lost yeah. in my eyes, Show me
1: them eyelashes. Don't bat them at me. Okay. Okay.
2: Tell me more about my mm-hmm.
1: eyes. <laughs> you may be answering another question differently next I season. I know that's right. We <laughs> ain't no sides today. <laughs> <laughs> um, Main course. What is sure. the craziest rumor you've heard about yourself? Mm. I don't have any because I'm boring and I don't feel like people talk about me. I don't. Know. Uh, but Jordan had something over there because she. You have? Do you have one? She meowed there, or something.
2: There was a crazy rumor that came out. I'm speaking directly Girl, to the she, camera. She said She's in the camera. The way she gathered that it's microphone. It's just like Abbott Elementary. She said. Because it got back to me. <laughs> oh, what was said? That somebody said that I stole their jewelry. Oh. And was around New York City wearing it. Now was it a room? And I would like to let Jimmy know <laughs> that the shoes were old mating type of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you should have put it back on a rack. I threw the I threw the jewelry away. And so after, imagine after my you heard, surprise! After you heard the rumor, or no? Before uh, the rumor, a year before the rumor came out. So imagine well, my surprise, where Tony comes to me <laughs> and says, "This person is running around New York City saying that I stole the jewelry and was wearing it that doesn't even go with anything that I wear." Oh, I threw it away in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> the Were jewelry? Basura? Were they diamonds? They? I don't even think that you could call it jewelry. It was <laughs> twisted metal that you wear around Twist, your bottle. Twisted metal. <laughs> where did she get that from claire oh my god <laughs> and so you know it's just not nice um, it was a twisted metal for me it's not nice and <laughs> said it was um, aluminum I'm not, <laughs> foil i'm not a. am not a thief um i don't need to steal anybody's anything <laughs> i don't even need to steal y'all man oh um she's still hit me by mistake. It was, a, it, was a, it was a crazy rumor. I was gagged. But that's like the only one.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I have a rumor. The, uh, maybe, and there wasn't a rumor. Maybe it was a, a misunderstanding or just a misconception that I was... Um, someone thought I was in a relationship with Anthony. <laughs> one of, of my best girls. And, Manet, they were like, and you know how it came to me was... And I'm just like, people have these stories that they contrive <laughs> Because a... I was hanging out. With Anthony, uh-huh. after I don't know, we were just hanging out, and the, someone came and said, "I'm so glad to see you two doing well back together." <laughs> I said, "What are you talking about? Y'all were that like, y'all had broken up, right?" And I was like, "What do you mean? Why well, I just stopped seeing y'all on social media and pictures?" I was like, "This is my my mother. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> not this, not this, this is my mother. This is my mother."
0: I and I and I was like, Anthony, guess what I just heard? I was like, people out there in the streets think that. We're a couple, and if we're not in photos together or pictured, or they don't see us out in the streets, they think you know, there's a, a Brit, there's a a fight happening. I don't know, there's that we're not together no more. They they
2: think that. Well, if that's the case, I feel like everybody has said something about
1: us being mm-hmm. dating and yeah. stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's true. Oh, you know, I don't know. This is like the opposite because, like, I was like, nobody talks about me, but then it's just like because I don't talk to that many people. When people do find out things about me, they are wholly shocked. Like I remember, I was at a barbecue for the Fourth of July this weekend. And I was with my my fiance, mm. and somebody I was like, "Oh yeah, I got engaged." And it was just like, and th- they knew both of us, but they didn't know we were together at all. They were like, "To who?" They I was said, like, what "To is a him." <laughs> union. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> "The girls were undone. y'all." to engage when did y'all
0: meet to be married <laughs>
1: like, y'all know each other y'all know each other. we actually live, each other, live, live together each other. mind your fucking business period
0: <clears throat> that's
2: the moral of the story
0: mm-hmm. mind the business that pays you Hello. Period.
1: all right have you ever lied to impress someone
0: um i'm sure i have at some point like a, a white lie a white lie um wow that's a white lie it was a black lie you know i'm just that I'm just Shut thinking about that. Sh- I got caught so up in it. I got caught up in a ratchet. Please re- repack it. But, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, but that box that back up. <laughs> um, but no, in recent, in recent, like, and I don't even remember. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure I've said, told some untruth at some point to say something. When I maybe when I was younger, but like in recent, in recent history, in the recent past, no, I ain't trying to impress nobody. I don't have. I don't fuck these people. I don't care to impress the girls. Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive because it is. Mhm.
1: I said it. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Thank you. Um how do you personally cope with discrimination whether it be from your skin color, gender or homophobia? Jordan.
2: Um I cope with all of the world's traumas by trying to figure out how to remove myself from those environments. So, I think that I try to focus on the things that I can control. So I can control what neighborhood I live in. I can control the group of friends that I surround myself by. I can control the places that I work. Um, And so when I experience those things, I try to focus on that. I think that when you start to get into this like existential, like, what do I do about all of these injustices going on in the world? You could, you'll be turning your wheels until you're six foot under and so i think that for me my coping mechanism is figuring out how to create a like a, a community in a life where like i feel affirmed mm-hmm. and i feel validated and i feel respected and and cherished by the people i'm around so yeah, yeah. uh
0: when it comes to discrimination of all kinds i the i I live and exist in a space of unbotheredness. And that's to, that to me, once I really grasped the concept of no fucks given, of minding my own business, of being truly unbothered, I just realized how much things in that realm have nothing to do with me and everything to do with those people. Mm-hmm. And so I, I give that back. i give that back to you
1: i give that back to you um yeah and i think for me it came down to understanding my value as a black person as a queer person as a person that didn't come from a bunch of money and valuing those experiences my lived experience what i look like who i am who i love and understanding that that cannot be taken from me no matter how much fucking hate somebody else has and all that's going to do is make them more miserable Mm -hmm. um and it's that simple for me, unless you try and physically harm me, then we got a fight. But in the existential world, that's how I think about it. Yeah,
0: that's a good way to think about it. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> very meta. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the question?
1: <laughs> oh, I have another one. <laughs> Child, the, the, the
2: insiders was real was real active.
1: Oh, I answered the. I actually no, I, I did the wrong question.
2: Okay, well will do the right Don't line. matter.
1: I did the last question from your next section. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the last
2: question from the next section. Yeah. Mother's all over Fantastic. the place. Fantastic. Right.
1: Um, would you consider marrying for money, even though the person was 30 years older? <laughs> very unattractive. This is the insider's words. We didn't write these questions. Uh, P.S. You also have to have sex with them.
0: 30 years older, very unattractive, and you have to have sex with them. And you're marrying for money. In this economy, yes. Sign me up
1: i'm kidding um no he wasn't are that. you right <laughs> <laughs> my answer was never say never <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you gonna do i i, <laughs> I might listen who knows <laughs> who knows bitch because if he's 30 years old or very unattractive you have to have sex with him
1: sound like sex work so that sex, means sex work I'm, is I'm real thir- work i'm
0: 33 i'll be 34 hmm and they were like 60-something. Okay. And I'm marrying for money. And there's so many rules I can create for myself. Or there's so many rules I don't have to have to exist in that space. To, to be a kept woman <laughs> and, <laughs> in this economy. In this, <laughs> with gas the gas this high. <laughs> the functions I would throw.
2: <laughs> Clearly, it would be beautiful people. Everywhere yeah. To make up for. <laughs> the lack of beauty in your home <laughs> um absolutely not um i can't i was with y'all until they have sex with the person mm. um i can't bring yeah, myself that is, to do that, that part is crazy yeah, yeah. i mean crazy luckily me. i'm i'm very blessed to be in a position to not have to um consider that a real option then i have to, have to eat up the trash I will, <laughs> I will pay for my own yeah, dinners and
1: flights that, uh, girls don't know real money I'm, you you play for your flight until you meet somebody that owns a plane. Well, then you go. Then, you, then well, let's you, see how questions you answer. Well, get changes. somebody else to go do it.
3: <laughs> you ain't riding on my plane then, baby. <laughs> well, I will be
1: on that damn plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be like, hey. The, the girls think they got money to buy a flight, so they meet the person that owns a jet. Then mm. it's a different conversation. It's okay. I'll be in coach. Yikes.
2: <laughs> 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 my family jewels untouched.
1: Girl, your family <laughs> <laughs> jewels ain't. Nobody care about
2: them jewels. <laughs> <laughs> jewels have been devalued. <laughs> <laughs> Depreciated. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay, let's let's move on to a topic that is a little bit more um less ridiculous. Less about six. Oh. Um, all right. Have you seen the best man final chapter? If so, what are your thoughts on the themes <laughs> and on LJ's storyline?
1: Um yes. For anybody that hasn't, I don't. I'm gonna spoil it. I yeah, give care. us, the, give us the. Um, Spoiler alert for people that haven't seen it. LJ is Boris Chestnut's character's Son. Child. child, um, and they person. person child child person. Uh, they come out as non-binary. Um, on the show, and you mm-hmm. see the storyline of all of the adult the par- parent parent because the mom died obviously in that sad ass movie. Yeah. Um, uh, the parents, friends of the family, etc., all dealing with the realization and yeah. I loved it. Mm. Um, And I loved it because it was equal parts showing like the, it showed people that are like our parents' age or close to our parents' age embracing it rejecting it sorting through it Mm -hmm. making it funny and it was just like a i think sometimes it's you get the picture of it's like it's too so fucking traumatic, and then sometimes you get the picture of like it's wrapped up in a bow and everybody ran off beautifully into the sun and i think most situations happen someplace in the middle and i think particularly for the demographic of that show it's like black middle-ish age black people like i'd love that they get to see that and to see people that look like themselves yes. sorting through those things mm-hmm. in a healthy way in a way that didn't feel like judgment mm. for the characters that didn't get it immediately and so on um but yeah i love lj and his non binding as uh terrence howard's character kept saying what was he saying? He was like, LJ is non-bindering. Bindering. <laughs> and non- he alone bindering. was like, non-binary. Non-bindering, whatever.
0: It was- <laughs> yeah, I, I I. well. First of all, it was such a huge storyline in the show mm-hmm. that carried on through to the end of the, the show. Season, yeah. mm-hmm. Right. And I was very impressed with that. I was impressed with how they tackled the matter in terms of the 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 friend dynamic mm-hmm. you had all the th- different things Damon mm-hmm. just explained you had the group chat well the group um FaceTime FaceTime where they were unpacking what this is you know mm-hmm. as a as a as a friend unit and how are we dealing with this i thought it was super interesting how Nia Long's character kind of explained what non-binary is and she oh, like she that. likened it to like prince when prince mm-hmm. decided like, to change the symbol yeah his name to a symbol and now it's that symbol it's not he it's not she it's you know i thought that was such that was a, an
1: excellent explanation i
0: was like who <laughs> wrote this i was like yeah. bravo yeah. to the girls in the writing room and it, i also said to myself i was like this is it goes back to representation matters and how important it is for there's so many people black folks the best man has been around Mm -hmm. forever and to have this storyline where you know a certain audience that wouldn't is going to watch and get this storyline and be able to now sit with themselves and and say I had a a friend was like my mom just started randomly texting me like I love you son and you can shine and be who you are he was like I think she's watching the best man (laughs) Um, last chapter (laughs) because it shows people in our community how who just have never known how to place this, mm-hmm, yeah, kind of it's an example for them
1: yeah, I, you know another thing that I, I've meant to I thought about as you were talking, the when we talked about it with Dr. Lulu when she was on the show, and we've talked about it with just parenting in general. Pa- the parent doesn't always have to have the answer, and there's so much value in there being community and like the old saying it takes a village to raise a child. It was just like if LJ only had the dad. Like that, the, the, that scenario could have been so much darker, but like thinking about the parents around you, the, the people that like you can trust in your life, that you can ask questions to when you're like, I don't get this. Um, and I think that was a value and it's, it, to me, it's like the thing where we talk about parents, like you don't always have to have the answer. Yeah. Like parents are obviously just doing the best they can, but like be open-minded enough to like lean on the people around you. So hundred yeah. percent. Well, it was well done.
2: It was, it was um I don't have much to add I love the storyline the one thing that was just really triggering for me is that it basically took a near-death experience for Mm -hmm. Morris Chestnut's character to come around Mm -hmm. that was very triggering for me because I was just like I really didn't want that to be the reason why he would consider Mm -hmm. being open-minded
0: yeah I mean and I
2: think I think it's still a good learning lesson obviously like you have to still appeal I think to people out there who literally do think it's like are willing to take it that far, their views and watching him work through it. But I think as a queer person watching it, it was it was tough. Yeah, like, like I, I can I was, understand how think, it's triggering,
0: you, but I also
2: th- not, and, and I also just love
0: how it was. It was more realistic that way to me. This is right. like this is how it might actually play out in the real world. It wasn't um, a fairy tale.
1: Yeah, and I think like I, like you you talk a lot about the relationship you have with your dad. Mm-hmm. Like do you like in this scenario like you will have some distance between you right now? Like what would it take for him to embrace you in the way that he did when you were growing up that you've longed to get back to?
2: Probably that. Mm. So
1: like that I think is even like the point around like where I think it has some value. Like, your dad is probably the audience more so for a show like that. yeah, And he wouldn't be exposed to even that conceptually. Like, he ain't watching Pose. No, so. I mean, yeah. I, I, see, I
2: see the value in it. It was just, for me, it was triggering. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, I can see how it might have been educational for other people, but it was kind of hard to watch. Um, but I still, I still liked having that storyline there, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, all right, the next question is, is coming out necessary? What happens if a closeted human just starts existing in the world? Uh,
0: we've talked about this on the show before. And I think that all three of us have agreed that coming out is not necessary. It's up to the individual. Uh, and what happens if a person just starts existing in the world? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think it's I <clears throat> and I, I while I don't think coming out is necessary, I also do believe there's value in being able to win and if and when you're ready to share that and invite people in.
1: Yeah. Um. I think necessary in a different way, like if we view coming out as inviting people in, which I think you said on one of our previous episodes that I really liked that uh verbiage um everybody should have to do it because I, I think the expectation should no longer be that you have a child and they are straight the only reason oh, let's c- prove another exactly like, yeah. exactly the only I reason mean, you say people, everyone
0: should have to do it you mean like whatever whatever you gay, are gay straight bi sexual
1: asexual you like not come out but just like Every, we should live in an environment where unless someone invites you into that part of their life, you have no preconceived notion of what the answer is. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, my point of view.
2: Yeah. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. Allow people to invite you in. I think that if you want to have a come out for, for yourself, do it. Um, but do I think it needs to be like this formalized rite of passage into the queer experience? No. <laughs> Like, you can live your life if you want to, and you ain't got to tell nobody, and you can you could tell who you want for the people who you actually want to build that level of intimacy and trust with. Um, Shall
1: I ask all these questions?
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Child,
1: you, you did. Who said that? I think I swiped too high on my thing, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got into the next section.
2: I should have stole mama's thunder. <laughs> 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 all right, well, you go do your thing. No, do the next one. Okay. Okay. Um, what topic have you m- see we didn't we didn't spell check these. okay what topic have you most in- evolved in your perspective on in the past six seasons and why i guess what topic yeah have you evolved your perspective on a topic in the uh, last six seasons
1: well i'll go um my i don't know if it's a evolution but i would say the thing that i'm most more inf- no maybe of all but like the thing i'm most more informed about and think about differently is sexual health particularly in relation to hiv um we've talked about it a lot through tony's lens um my partner speaks openly about being undetectable and now i'm in i'm engaged with him um and it's very the idea of being accepting and all these things is is different when you like look at it from the outside in versus when you're living it with like your sister when you're living it with your partner and really thinking about the the stigma and the things that you have or preconceived notions that you have about sexual health and living and walking in the truth of saying if i understand the science to say this about a person then i'm going to live in that way um and that was something that until since we've been doing the podcast was more of like a Theoretical thing that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm accepting. Um, First, it's like in my head, I I still did have some level of maybe reservation around dating someone that was living undetectable and so on. And and I think doing this has really caused for us not just amongst ourselves. We had guests on and we've talked and researched and read and just become much more versed in. The, the the conversation around HIV for, and for me like so much of the stigma is like just so clearly debunked and so mm-hmm. on and so forth so yeah Tony
0: yeah um yeah this this question I struggle with thinking about what what that is for me there's so many things that I could probably like speak on but one one thing I guess I'll discuss is like the the sex work um industry and like Mm -hmm. that episode we have with z and unpacking everything about that from a a person who lives in that space who's educated in that space and and i think when i was younger you know my thoughts about that was just so completely Mm one-sided and you know a focus group of one and just what i Thought based on any stigma or any um, like societal, you know, narratives, narratives, and you. all of that good yeah. stuff. And so, having talked to someone in that space and being able to talk in a forum like this on that topic just opened my horizons. And now, when I hear conversations about sex work or or anything in that world, I'm now the girl who gets to correct folks, you know, mm-hmm. and speak up and say like actually, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's quite fun and yeah, you know, that's that's just one tip of the iceberg on a lot of things that I feel like my I've grown and involved in my thought
2: process on. I think the episode that's bubbling to the top the most for me is Skinny Legends Only. Mm-hmm um that was a whirlwind of an experience and not just the episode i think that when the when the thought of the topic being included in the season i was very ignorant i didn't even i don't even think i really heard the 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 term fat phobia like long before we started doing we did the episode and so leading up to the episode there was considerably more prep work that i did than i noticed that i do for like tradition, like another episode, because I, I just was operating with such a lack of knowledge around the topic. And the episode happened, learned a lot in the episode, learned even more from the feedback from the listeners, so much so that we had it, we did it again. But I think that that shifted my perspective because it it forced me to learn and process quicker than I think I have for a lot of other topics Mm -hmm. and I love that episode for that very reason because I think that we're living in a society where there are a lot of things going on that you may not have ever experienced firsthand that you don't you don't have to you don't have to be exposed to if you don't really look for it and I think that it sort of is a good analogy for like what we're going through in like in the queer community and feeling like people don't understand and people just write it off. And they say, Oh, that doesn't exist. Or you're making this up. Or like, these are not real things at play, or we live in a post racial society, like, you hear all these things. And I think that was the first time where it was just kind of like, huh, like, I need to make sure I don't fall in that trap and that I'm actually being open to this perspective, even though right now it feels like really, really foreign to me Mm -hmm. and a foreign concept to me. And I think that that was the first time that I stretched that muscle in that way that Mm -hmm. quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would love to like those
0: kind of topics are ones that I challenge us to uncover even more, I mm-hmm. think that we will, I know we will. I love that we, like Jordan was just saying, we get so much feedback from folks on the things that we discuss and people come with ideas. So like more more of that um, mm-hmm. so that we can continue flexing those muscles.
1: I have a question. Yeah. On the other side of that same question, what is the thing in summer of 2020 you walked in 10 toes down on, mm-hmm. you've gone through this experience and you say to yourself, I was fucking right from the beginning. I still feel that way. I want to advocate for this. This is true to my core. It ain't changing. Tony.
0: <laughs> um, The thing that I walked into this or year. Or just
1: like any, the, like we talked about a, a topic we've evolved a lot on. What's a topic that we may have covered at the beginning. Um, and you still, like we've talked about it, talked about it. I mean, and you feel for like, me,
0: it's it's the one that comes to mind right away is like the respectability politics conversation. Mm-hmm. I, while I respect our ancestors and those who paved the way for us to be where we are today, I'm fully leaned into where we are today Mm -hmm. and, you know, being able to uh, give less fucks and, (laughs) you know, really come in and question, you know, speak truth to power. And like, I'm leaning into the fact that the path was cleared for me to come in and, and, and rise to the occasion and assume the position. How, how do you rise? Uh, rise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We, we love it when they snatch it right there. <laughs> she rises from the waist. <laughs> <laughs> Phaedra. Jordan. Um, how we going off script. We going off road. We going off I've road. I've been off road the whole time. has <laughs> <laughs> been reading everything. <laughs> right. All right uh it would probably be that i th- i'm i'm firm in the fact that i lean more monogamous hmm. and i think that through this podcast and having conversations and interrogating my thought process and seeing you know people chime in on you know their perspective i was going through this moment where i was just like am i closed minded like am i like Cut like, am I not thinking? Am I not thinking big, bitch? Like, what, like, what's <laughs> going on? And I think that from season one all the way to, to this season, like, I've recognized that I really, really value one-on-one, and I really, really cherish that. And although I'm not saying that I would be completely closed off to something that's not monogamous, I think it's okay that if there was a spectrum. That I would be closer to that side, and um, I think for a while I was going through my mind, and just like, am I a bad gay if mm-hmm. I like don't want to do this? Like, am I like subscribing to like mm. heteronormative? Yes, if I'm doing that. <laughs> and I, and the answer for myself was no. I'm making this decision Ooh, exactly. for myself, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm not. And I've, and I've, you know, done other things and. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't understand what it's like to be a side, but I would mm-hmm. love to talk to somebody about that because I yeah. think that that's beyond my level of comprehension. <laughs> yeah. So, Put that you on know, the rolling topics list, I would love no, to talk you know, to a
0: side. What's going on the rolling topics list is being a bad gay. I mean, I'm going to talk to you girls about that. Like, <laughs> just the idea of, you know, if I don't like these things that, mm-hmm. que- if I'm not immersed in queer culture, if I like sports, if I like things that are untraditionally gay, am I a bad gay because I am not? I will. You know, I get ostracized because I I don't I will not be
2: weighed down by the shackles of homo nor, normative <laughs> standards,
1: girl. I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to talk we I can't to wait get, to talk we about We are about to it. clip that and get you canceled. Charlotte! I, I will to be not nuts. be ready with the horror homie. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question. Um <laughs> bitch, I, I asked the question. Don't be <laughs> I'm Barbara Walters. You should show heads up. Um, so, so you're, you're,
2: over, you're
0: overweight.
1: <laughs> Why? Why? Barbara Walters was she went one at, of a kind. I'm quick to check a bitch if she is. <laughs> are you the bitch she's talking about?
2: Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know she sang.
1: Thought she rapped or yes. something. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the thing that I've stood ten toes down on I think is the fact that we have to be disruptive in all spaces as black queer people, um, to advance. Um, and I think a thing that I've said maybe in every season is that I think comfort is one of the worst things that any person can be just comfortable. Um, because I think that is a place where you're not growing. You are not challenging those around you, to grow um we are not creating something new and something better for those that come from come behind us come from behind us <laughs> um come <laughs> behind us come behind us is funny too <laughs> um You're doing sometimes <laughs> um, keep coming behind you <laughs> behind me specifically um but no I, and, and and i think that 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 commitment to Having tougher conversations to speaking up when it is unpopular is something that I came into this about. I was very hot on it because it was literally the summer of 2020, Mm. um, and it was very top of the mind in in a lot of people's minds, and I think it's something that I have not wavered on. Mm -hmm. Like At no point do I think I, I would water any of that down
0: okay she is 10 toes down with a shotgun <laughs> <laughs> call me area
1: <Harriet> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay um all right so our final question of the season season, season. the season yeah. yes where do you see yourself in the next three years mm-hmm. i see myself is that the end of the question it is. I oh. just I had a weird inflection towards the end, of the, as if there was more, but that was the <laughs> yeah, end. No, um,
0: I see myself on a helicopter because oh. someone has came in. Got, <laughs> you, got right you out of, this of this camp. <laughs> <laughs> I see myself onto greener pastures. I see myself uh, outside of the corporate realm. I'm, I'm, I become like the actual talent um Barbara Walters. yeah I, I i i see a world of which i get to really do impactful work do do this do this in such a way that has afforded me the opportunity to really um, live in my life's work <laughs> <laughs> and and you know i'm 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 dreaming right now as i'm as i'm saying all of these things because i think it's important To say it out loud and to write it down. And I'm being... It it may sound like a joke, but baby girl, (laughs) this right here, you know, one thing about it, never doubted it two times for show. (laughs) (laughs) She is going to thrive. And so that's... I see myself living abundantly full of life, like, with the people who... Have been on this journey with me. I think I have a nice circle, sacred circle of friends and and family and loved ones, and I'm excited for that growth journey. Like when I look at the when I look back over my life in the last and I think things over and I think things over in the last couple of years. Come on, saints! I've really come so far, and I and I really do acknowledge every bit of what has happened and what is happening, and I'm purposely trying to be more present to understand that this is the fun part right now, you know, where we're at to get to where we're going. When we get there, there's more fun to be had, but the the process and the journey of going through it to sometimes you got to go through it to get through it. Mm. And I'm that to me, I don't want to, I don't want to lose that. I don't want to be recording this thing. And then, you know, one day when, surface levels retired <laughs> to look back and be like, damn, I wish I was more in that moment. I wish I cherished every time we went into the studio. I wish I didn't take it for granted what we were doing and creating and, and living in that space in that moment because we were trying to get to mm-hmm. where we're going. I want to be here to to enjoy all of what's happening and what we're doing.
1: Hmm. What about you, babe?
2: In three years.
1: She has a list. So, so yes. Settle in. So, <laughs> with
2: regards to love, um, I definitely want to be able in three years to say my man, my man, my man. And actually be <laughs> talking about a human being. <laughs> and not, not an a, inanimate a, object. Not a meme. <laughs> um, But, you know, I see myself in like, I, would, I, I want to see myself in a long-term relationship. Hopefully talking about building a future and a family together. Um, don't bring them kids to my house my kids don't want to go to your house baby baby I've
1: been to your house your kids want to be in mine oh you have not seen my house from three years from now baby no you better zip this zipper
2: down (laughs) it's
0: off the runway it's (laughs) (laughs) off the runway it's stunning (laughs) sickening. okay she can fit three of your homes inside of one (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: in terms of you know career I, I definitely see myself taking on more projects and things that lean into my like my natural skill set and my strengths and just sort of like really blossoming into the person that I that I want to be and the professional that I want to be I'm already starting to see it happen sort of with this this creative um piece of work that we put out seeing the things that I'm interested in and seeing the things that I feel like I'm strong at and wanting to do more of those And I think overall, I just want to be a lot more. And I'm already starting to do this, but I I just want to feel a lot more connected to the truly important relationships in my life. Um, I've been, I think as I'm getting older, I'm starting to think more about like, you know, a time where like my mother may need my support and, you know, like actual like physical like support like around her and times where like maybe, it's not going to be the same. Maybe the relationship is going to be different. And maybe we can't talk to one another like we used to. I'm just thinking about like, you know, the, the final years before my grandmother passed of like, just missing out on being able to have important conversations and learn more about like what her life was like before, um, before, you know, she passed. And I just want to be able to have a life where I have more time and and I'm making more time to, to your point, be present with these relationships. Because right now I just feel like I wake up and it's just like, I'm just reacting to things going on around me. And I don't know if that's gonna stop in three years, but I really hope it it, it, I can handle it better. Mm -hmm. And that I, I get a better hold on managing it better so that I'm not over indexing on things like work that you know, aren't necessarily as sentimental as other aspects of my life so yeah that's what yes, i think man. it is for me
1: mm-hmm. three years um i hope to that this becomes either a full or bigger part of my professional life like it was funny i was thinking i was like what do what else do i want to do professionally and i was like i kind of want to grow this yeah i felt more strongly <laughs> about this than yeah other things very much so um, so that was step we see one. each I, other. Right. Um, <laughs> and then just personally, I don't know. I want a cabin in Vermont. It's, if we want to talk about a thing, I just really want a cabin in Vermont. It will make I me so that. happy. Mm-hmm. Um, very chic. Yeah. Black. Painted black. It's, oh, it's going to be a black barn. It's, it's going to be a black. Yes. It, 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 we won't be coming to get no splinters coming at this house, man. I know. That's right. Um, and then like, it was funny. I, I, I. We, we brought up my tattoo earlier, but I was thinking about my tattoo. I, I literally wrote it down when we were doing this. And my, my tattoo says, be brave, never hide, live. Mm. Um, and that is the thing that I wrote it on a journal I had, I guess, like 12 years ago when I lived in Boston. Uh, and it's just been something that I carry with me and still feels quite relevant to who I am today. Uh, just to be fearless in thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um to not hide parts of who I am, no matter what the space is. Um, and live into Tony's point, just be present uh and be here uh and recognize and cherish all of the ups and downs and the the journey that we are on. Because the journey, the the whole thing's a journey. There never is really a destination. Like people say get there, where's there? There is no there. We're just here right now and I want to be able to appreciate this moment and every moment from this moment to the next three years and however many, however many we have after that. Yes, ma'am. And so that is all the time we have this season. We'd like to give big thanks to Moby, Mobilizing Our Brothers Initiative for their partnership this season and the amazing guests that share their stories with us. If you enjoyed this season, let's keep the conversation going. Let us know your thoughts and questions at servicelevelpodcast.com. So until next time, remember, stay curious.